0: heard the chance? vote him out. Good evening, America. It's 7 p.m. Thursday, September 24th, and this is Queer News Tonight, the world's first live LGBTQ daily evening news. It is time to queer
1: up the news. Watch as we bring you these and other stories from the LGBTQ headlines. LGBTQ inclusive suicide hotline bill heads to Trump after historic vote and Rhea Carey to step down as National LGBTQ Task Force Executive Director.
2: Chuck Schumer fears for queer daughter's marriage after Ginsburg's death. And HBO Max's equal dives into LGBTQ history with a star-studded trailer.
0: TikTok apologizes for censoring vulnerable LGBTQ users. And JK Rowling goes even more crazy by promoting anti-trans merchandise including fuck your pronouns well good evening again america it's 7 p.m thursday september 24th 2020 it is time to queer up the news we are literally out of the closet and into the headlines so many of your stories we are going to tell this evening on queer news tonight Tonight on the world's first live daily Queer Evening News Show. Tonight's news about the gay community and the news
3: from an LGBTQ perspective.
1: Are our gay stories important to you? In headlines, politics, entertainment, gay culture, travel, religion, and more. Reported by
0: respected anchors out of the closet and into the headlines on Q News Tonight. Well, thank you for joining Queer News tonight. We are live and unedited. This is an unedited LGBTQ evening news show, which means anything can happen. Uh, tonight, we bring you the news of and a perspective from the LGBTQ community. I'm your anchor, Al Ferguson, and these are my co-anchors, Faye, YouTube host of Faye What? Yes. And host of uh, Celebrate Orgullo and South Beach drag icon Athena Dion with drive-in divas and uh, drag drive-in. Let's queer up the news. Tonight we begin with queer headlines. The LGBTQ community in America is diverse. The LGBTQ community around the world is vast and we bring you the bullet points of queer news for today, Thursday, September 24th, 2020. We begin tonight in reporting in Queering Up Entertainment. HBO Max's Equal dives into LGBTQ history with a star studded trailer. The four part HBO Max series Equal chronicles the history of the fight for LGBT rights and stars dozens of queer luminaries and a few allies in reenactments along with archival footage of the real people who pushed for equality. The series covers historic events and organizations including the Mattachine Society, the Daughters of Bilitis, the Comptons Cafeteria Riots, Stonewall, and the Street Transvestite Action Revolutionaries. The series is set to premiere October 22nd and stars the the likes of Jim Parsons and Tom Spiwak.
2: I'm really looking forward to the show. Now, I wasn't a big HBO Max fan and then they came out with Legendary and then I was hooked and that was it. So now the fact that they're coming at us with this, I'm super intrigued and I love, love, um, uh, Parsons and, and his husband, oh my God, they are so adorable. They got married back in 2017, and you can't find pictures of them anywhere because they took everybody's phones when you came into the, to the ceremony. And so um, anything to see them working together, you know, I would never work with my wife, oh my Lord. But to see two, a couple that love each other and want to work together, I am so gung-ho. I look forward to watching this on HBO Max. Yeah.
1: It is really refreshing. My cable bill is definitely going to go up as well. I'm such a Netflix girl, but now it's like you're almost like have to get HBO Max. And I keep thinking you're going to say sweet transvestite, but it's street transvestite. (laughs) Street Street transvestite, transvestite, (laughs) not sweet transvestite, right? Get it right, (laughs) right. Athena. Or am I right? Am I a street transvestite? Is that what I am? Um, (laughs) Sure. We'll let you know by the end of the show. Okay. Uh, You you
2: are whatever you you want to be, Athena. Thank you,
0: Faye. No comment, Al. You, You know, one of the interesting things about HBO's Max's commitment here is the common. Of doing uh, archival footage and reenactment. The combination of the two guarantees that HBO will deliver in a very interesting way that will keep our millennials and our Gen Zers interesting and all of our boomers will be satisfied. So the combination is brilliant on HBO's part.
1: Absolutely. (laughs) Let's go ahead and queer up vote 2020. Donald Trump refuses to commit to a peaceful transfer of power if he loses the election. Surprise, surprise. Watch this.
3: Will you commit to
0: making sure that there is a peaceful transfer of power after the election?
3: Well, we're going to have to see what happens. You know that I've been complaining very strongly about... The ballots and the ballots are a disaster. I understand and, that, but and, people are rioting. Do you uh, commit to making know, sure that there's a no, peaceful transfer? We want to have get rid of the ballots, and you'll have a very transfer. We'll have a very peaceful. There won't be a transfer, frankly. There'll be a continuation. Uh, the ballots are out of control. You know it, and you know who knows it better okay. than anybody else. The Democrats know it better than anybody else. Go ahead. Okay.
1: All right, you heard it there. President Donald Trump declined to say if he would accept the election results in November. Asked at a press conference Wednesday if he would commit to a peaceful transferal of power if he lost the election. Trump said, well, we're going to have to see what happens. In July, Trump similarly said in an interview that he will have to see when asked if he'd accept the election results. Trump also suggested he is pushing through a Supreme Court nominee before the election to position the court to vote in his favor if it is tasked with deciding the election results.
2: Am I the only one that every time I see that Cheeto man on TV gets heartburned? Because I get (laughs) heartburned. Like seriously, like everything that he comes out, lie, 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 what's my name? Lie, 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 lie. RBG on her deathbed said that she did not want anyone to be put in until after the next president was appointed.
0: You know, uh, I smiled uh, when Athena was doing the story and, and uh, Athena paused just a moment before saying uh, Trump's <laughs> name because the writer at uh, Q News Tonight had written rump instead of Trump and I smiled and laughed. You know, it. It is a uh, we joke and we're playful on it because what more can we do other than uh, be playful with it? Because otherwise we would be crying. The next 40-some days are going to be shocking to the LGBT community and to America as whole because we are watching a full frontal assault to our democracy. That's what we're watching now.
1: Honestly, Trump or Rump, whatever's written here, I can't get through a story like this without laughing. It's just, it's, it's so maniac, maniacally funny that you're like, is this reality that we're living right now? Like, what story is coming out next? It's, and it's, it's scary, it's scary funny, you know, when you get that nervous laughter because you just don't know what's going to happen, but it's, it's actually happening, people. This is actually happening yeah. and we need to do something about we're it. We're all characters in Survivor. Yeah, <laughs> are we going to make it out? Yeah. Here's
2: my nervous laugh. <laughs> 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 It's time to Queer Up USA. North Dakota City temporarily bans all flags after heated pride flag debate. The city of Minnow, North Dakota announced it will no longer fly flags other than the American flag outside City Hall until an official policy regarding flags is established following a heated local debate over the LGBTQ pride flag that we featured on Queer News tonight last week. The issue stems from the municipality's decision to fly a rainbow pride flag outside Minnow City Hall earlier this month in recognition of the town's LGBTQ Pride Week. Early in the year, the town flew flags commemorating Juneteenth and military soldiers who had become prisoners of war or were missing in action.
0: Next week queer up entertainment in reporting JK Rowling goes even more crazy by promoting anti-trans merchandise, including Fuck your pronouns. J.K. JK Rowling broke her Twitter silence following the release of her heavily criticized new book by sharing a new purchase, a This Witch Doesn't Burn t-shirt from a store which also sells anti-trans merchandise. Directly underneath its feminist witch category is a gender-critical collection boasting badges that read fuck your pronouns and don't call me sis as well as stickers with messages such as lesbians don't have penises. Some do. (laughs) And (laughs) trans ideology erases women. Rolling disappoints me more every single day.
1: All right. Queer up the USA. LGBTQ inclusive suicide hotline bill heads to Trump after historic vote. An LGBTQ inclusive bill creating a three-digit number for the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is heading to Donald Trump's desk after historic votes in Congress. The bill, known as the National Suicide Prevention Hotline Designation Act, will create the number 988 as a quicker way to access lifeline counselors than the current 10-digit number. The FCC approved the change in July and has now become the first legislation containing pro-LGBTQ to pass both, ho- both houses of Congress unanimously.
2: Next on Queer Up the USA, Rhea Carey to step down as National LGBTQ Task Force Executive Director. News of Carey's decision to step down comes against the backdrop of the coronavirus pandemic and associated recession that has left many LGBTQ advocacy groups struggling. The task force in March faced questions over its decision to hold its annual winter party in Miami Beach, even though local officials at the time had yet to recommend the cancellation of large events to curb the pandemic spread.
0: Next, we're going to queer up gay culture in reporting that Webster's Dictionary updates its definition of bisexual. After being asked to change the definition by the LGBTQ advocacy groups across America last year, the company has updated the definition on its website, and it now reads that bisexual can mean, quote, of, relating to, or characterized by sexual or romantic attraction to people of one's same sex or of the opposite sex, or of or relating to or characterized by sexual or romantic attraction to people of one's own gender identity or other gender identities. This definition is considered much more inclusive to non-binary people than the previous ones in Webster's dictionary.
1: All right, let's clear up the USA. Georgia Republican submits amendment that that would bar trans girls from girls sports teams. Georgia Senator Kelly Loeffler has submitted a bill attempting to rewrite civil rights law to bar transgender students from participating in school sports aligning with their gender identity. The amendment, submitted in the U.S. Senate on Tuesday, September 22, states that any recipient of federal funds who operates, sponsors, or facilitates athletic programs or activities must not permit a person whose sex is male to participate in an athletic program or activity that is designated for women or girls. However, there is no language specifying the same for transgender boys participating in boy sports.
2: Next on Queer Up The USA, Chuck Schumer fears for queer daughter's marriage after RBG's death. The New York Senator was celebrating Rosh Hashanah with his family when they heard the news of Ginsburg's death. According to the New York Daily News, his daughter and daughter-in-law who wed in 2018 were immediately concerned for their future as a married couple, me too. A concern that Schumer shared on the Senate floor. When the country mourned Ginsburg, a champion of equality and civil rights, Democrats and Republicans alike praised her. But now everyone is turning to the future and what Trump's nominee could do or undo in the LGBTQ community.
1: All right, let's clear up business. TikTok apologizes for censoring vulnerable LGBTQ users. They will celebrate and protect you instead. Watch this
3: there was uh, a policy um and please say this is not policy anymore but unfortunately there was a policy that the tick took in its early days that it viewed the idea that um uh, that promoting content that might encourage bullying and in that they they thought about people with disabilities they talked about lgbtq users and they didn't uh, promote that in the four-year feed. now that was a, terrible idea it might have been well intentioned should not the wrong thing to
1: do tiktok has apologized for censoring and suppressing lgbtq content on the social media platform admitting we got that really wrong you think the social media giant apologized for what it called the blunt and temporary policy at the time and it has now addressed this issue in front of the british parliament despite bertram's insistence that lgbtq people on tiktok feel celebrated and and lift it up, the platform has come under fire multiple other times for censoring queer content.
0: Well, tonight let's catch up on all of the news surrounding COVID-19 with our segment called Quarantine Quickies. The first story tonight is our daily reporting of the coronavirus facts, especially important to the LGBTQ community. Uh, We first report on the coronavirus case numbers based on standard acceptance of 7% of the LGBTQ community. The world's LGBTQ COVID-19 cases now stand at 2,258,101, while America's LGBTQ COVID-19 cases stand at crossing the threshold of half a million, with 500,993. We remind you that America is ground zero of the world's pandemic. The USA is just 4.4% of the world's population, and today, America accounts for 22.1% of all of the world's cases. Next, we report on the coronavirus deaths. The world's LGBTQ COVID-19 deaths stand at a staggering 68,970, Seven, I'm sorry, and America's LGBTQ COVID 19 deaths stand at 14,491. The USA
1: is 21% of all of the world's deaths. Quarantine Quickie. Dr. Fauci and Rand Paul clash over COVID 19 herd immunity at Senate hearing. Watch this. And FDA will not authorize or approve a vaccine that we would not feel comfortable
3: giving to our families. If I take a shot to get the vaccine, does that give me COVID? Absolutely not. That would be impossible. The head of the National Institutes of Health, Dr. Anthony Fauci, sparring with Senator Rand Paul over New York City's low positivity rate. They are looking at the guidelines that we have put together from the task force of the four or five things of masks, social distancing, outdoors more than indoors, avoiding crowds and washing hands. Or they've developed enough community immunity right. that they're no longer having the pandemic because they have enough immunity in New York City to actually stop. I challenge I'm that, uh, Senator, I'm afraid, because I'm I, I want to please, sir, I would like to be able to do this because this happens with Senator Rand all the time. You are not listening to what the director of the CDC said, that in New York, it's about 22%. If you believe 22% is herd immunity, I believe you're alone in that.
1: We just give Fauci a snap. Senator Rand Paul, the Republican from Kentucky and Dr. Anthony Fauci, the nation's top infectious disease specialist, sparred Wednesday over the country's efforts to mitigate the spread of COVID-19 and when herd immunity from the virus is reached. During his questioning, Paul, who was a practicing ophthalmologist before he was a senator, said that some states in the Northeast, specifically New York, allowed the coronavirus to spread unchecked before locking down, lending to the widespread cases and deaths. Fauci, director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, noted during the exchange with Paul that New York has been able to bring down its test positivity rate to 1% or less because the state adhered to guidelines such as wearing masks, social distancing outdoors, avoiding crowds, and washing hands.
2: I'm sorry. Uh, They did bring us a lot of cases down here. I recall back in March. Okay, and I I am from the Northeast. I'm from New Jersey, the armpit of the United States, (laughs) 20 minutes right from Manhattan. And I'll tell you, it was March and I had a lot of my friends and their kids were down here for spring break. All the the video footage that you saw of people partying up on South Beach, 99% of those people were not from down here. A lot of those people were from New York. So, They did bring it down here. They brought us a lot of cases. Then they went back up there. Then they wouldn't allow us to go back over there without quarantining ourselves. Are you serious?
0: You know, uh, Fay, we're uh, in our string uh, thread comments. We're having lots and lots of our fans that are from uh, the Northeast commenting, right? (laughs) No, I'm only kidding. Uh, An interesting point in terms of the effect on Florida. One of the things that I think is super interesting about this exchange between Fauci and Rand Paul is Didn't all of us dream to be in the exact same position we would like Donald Trump in front of us and be able to say, you do this all the time, which is lie, because that's what Fauci did to Senator Rand Paul.
1: I just want to give Fauci another snap. Can we all just like, give okay. him a snap? Because somebody needs to read Miss Paul for filth. I mean, I swear she has a wig and some pumps in her closet because the way she gets so catty on that Senate floor, sometimes I'm thinking she's a queen. But I'm glad that Fauci, with all his knowledge, can clap back at, with the facts because facts are facts. And um, that's what we should be making decisions based on, facts and from people who actually know the facts. So, I'm, I'm picturing Rand Paul as a drag queen right Well, now. it wouldn't look anything like this, honey. I'll tell you that. <laughs> not At all. I-
2: Oh. Okay. How about Fauci as a drag queen? Am I the only one who thinks Fauci's cute? I think he's, I think he's a beauty. He's like I'm sorry. I saw you young Fauci
1: and I have to say that. Girls? I'm like girls. Girls. I'm
2: sorry. Girls sorry. Focus. sorry. Adorable. <laughs> and he's a doctor. You know, <laughs> I mother. like boys for like a week out of the year. Alright, so let's continue with quarantine quickies. Missouri's governor has refused to mandate masks. Now he's tested positive for the coronavirus. Watch this. This
0: morning, Governor Mike Parson of Missouri announcing he and his wife have tested positive for the coronavirus. No
3: symptoms uh, of any kind.
0: The news coming after a stark reality check from the director of the CDC as lawmakers grilled the nation's top health experts on their response to the virus. A
2: majority of our nation, um, more than
0: 90%
3: of the population, remains susceptible.
2: Missouri Governor Mike Parson, a Republican who has steadfastly refused to require residents to wear masks, tested positive for the coronavirus, his office said Wednesday. Parson was tested after his wife, Teresa, tested positive earlier in the day. Teresa Parson had experienced symptoms, included a cough and nasal congestion, spokeswoman Kelly Jones said. Missouri Department of Health and Senior Services Director Randall Williams said that contact tracing efforts have begun, seeking out people who have had close contact with the governor or his wife, but that despite Parson's many recent public appearances, it is believed that involves a relatively small number of people. If only he would have listened to literally every scientist out there!
1: Exactly right. No comment. (laughs) Alright, quarantine quickie. Google Maps now shows you where COVID-19 cases are and spiking. Google Maps has added a new feature that lets people see the number of COVID-19 cases per 100,000 people for any given area, with a label indicating if cases are trending up or down. In a blog post, Google said the functionality will start rolling out worldwide on both Android and iOS this week. And in the US, the information goes down to the state and county level, but in Europe, just the national figure is available for now. So the feature will be of very limited use.
0: Hmm. Well, let's next queer up our segment called Good News. After we finish our headlines, we want to report on something that made us smile today in Good News. So, let's Queer Up Good News. An elderly pizza delivery guy given $12,000 tip, and it is beautiful. We always celebrate generosity here at Queer News tonight. And an elderly pizza delivery guy got the surprise of a lifetime from a surprise source. Even I teared up, which is almost impossible. Watch this.
3: There are as many places to get pizza as there are toppings. I love pineapple on my pizza. (laughs) And when it comes time to order that combination, Carlos Valdez chooses this Papa John's and Roy. That's the only thing my wife loves, so. (laughs) It's not so much because they think it's the best tasting pizza, but more because of the delivery guy. Hello, are you looking for some pizza? <laughs> the Valdezes have gotten to know Derlin Nui from his deliveries. I appreciate you. I've been by a thousand times. So much that they ask for him by name when ordering and record him for their TikTok videos which have become pretty popular with their 53,000 followers because of how kind Nui always is. It's insane. But one thing that kept coming up is why an 89-year-old man was delivering pizzas. Somebody at that age should not be working that much. So the Valdez. Got an idea. They figured, why not ask their followers to maybe donate some money to help Nui out? They thought maybe they'd get a few bucks here and there. Instead, they got a lot more. Collectively, as a community, we all came together, and we were able to raise over $12,000 for this for this amazing person. This morning, the Valdezas went to Nui's house for a delivery of their own. Good morning, darling, how you doing? Newey had no idea. We collectively collected a gift for you. Mm -hmm. And I am here to deliver that to you on behalf of the TikTok community. Newey didn't even know what TikTok was. You communicate with each other? Yes. Through the telephone? But he knew what $12,000 was and couldn't believe it. How do I ever say thank you? I don't know what to say. Turns out he lives alone and started delivering pizzas because he couldn't afford his bills on social security alone. And I work about 30 hours a week. Now with this money from strangers, maybe he won't have to work so hard. I don't know what to say, but except thank you. It's a delivery he never expected. This, this couldn't have gotten any better. Proving there's, there's hope. being kind to each other is priceless. In Roy, Alex Cabrero, KSL5 News.
2: What a great story. $12,000, that's a lot of pepperoni.
0: <laughs> it is a great story, especially with <laughs> Athena sitting here. How many of our entertainers in our community are working all over the country just struggling by oh. because of the interruption in COVID 19? That's why this story is so good. Uh, LGBT America reach out and do something nice for somebody else. Tip your local drag queen. Exactly. (laughs) Um, Joining us tonight, as you can hear, is Faye. Um, uh, She is an interviewer, voice jockey, I love that phrase, host of Faye What? Uh, here in South Florida, as well as a host uh, of uh, Celebrate uh, Orgullo, which is now in its 10th year as Miami's Hispanic and and Indigenous Pride Festival. Uh, Faye, uh, tell us a little bit about what's going to happen in the first two weeks. Oh my God,
2: this is going to be such a great festival. It's going to be primarily virtual this year. And uh, Celebrate Orgullo is Miami's Hispanic and Indigenous pride. Um, It's going on this year from October 1st to October 14th. And it brings you 14 days of art, dance, music, talent, spoken word, and Sassong. If you don't know what Sassong is, you should be using it on everything. All right. (laughs) So we kick it off Thursday um, on the 2nd with the Unity and Diversity Women's Community Forum, hosted by myself. We've got night of a thousand-ish virtual stars on the second. That's going to be amazing. We've got um, we've got an auction going on online right now where these incredible masks are up for grabs, and all the money is actually going to help uh, um, people in the hospitality community, which um, you know are obviously you know really hurting right now. And so it's time for the Indigenous LGBTQIA people to be represented, and that's the difference between us and another Pride happening. It's fun, it's gonna be fantastic, and we're gonna end it all on October 14th with a drive-in event. This, is, this will be the only in-person event that we will be having, but it will be safely from the comfort of your own little car, and um, that's gonna be fantabulous. So get your tickets today. Go to celebrateorgullo.com for all the information. It's all right there. It's 14 days of just so much fun.
0: South Florida and uh, America, we're very proud to say that Happening Out Television Network and Q News Tonight and all of our media platforms are uh, the digital television sponsor of this Pride Festival uh, for Latin and Indigenous. And of course, all of us, including white guys, uh, can enjoy uh, this event. Um, Faye, uh, one of the things that is curious to me about the event is uh, 10 years, uh, this is uh, likely the first time this event's ever been done virtually. Is that correct?
2: It really is. It is the first time. And, you know, like many other LGBTQ events, we played around with, like, do we cancel this year? You know? um, And we said, hell no, no way. You know, our Latinos are. Hispanic and our indigenous culture we want to be represented we want to be counted and that's why it made it even more important for us to put this together and you know um, celebrate orgullo we don't do anything small we do it big so we did 14 whole days of events that you can have that you can do from the comfort of your own home we've got um, an event um, about jazz and uh, you know you you have the opportunity to buy a dinner for two three course dinner for two that would be delivered to your home and you know for date night I mean we've got all the bases covered we've We've got um, Obama's um, inaugural poet that's going to be p- performing at one of our events. Um, we've got everyone represented. I'm really, truly honored to be a part of this event. And aside from the fact that it's going to be a badass event, it's going to be fun and it's all for a good cause. You know,
0: speaking of the diversity representation that you're talking about, one of the things that caught my attention. Um, is not only uh, the Latin focus, but the indigenous focus. A lot of people, uh, maybe perhaps even in Florida, do not realize we have the Seminole and Miccosukee tribes uh, here in South Florida. Uh, The Seminole, uh, the hard rock chain, is owned by the Seminole native tribe. Um, tell us a little bit about the indigenous uh, components
2: well this year we've got a, an amazing indig- indigenous movie that we're spotlighting on our drive-in at the last day of the event which is October 14th and it's called two eyes and you know the indigenous culture the Miccosukee, like you said we've got this incredible woman her name is Dante she's going to be on the panel on the women's panel on um, October 1st and you know those are our ancestors that's where Colombians uh, Mexicans were, were th- those are our roots our grassroots and something that we've that we're learning a lot about, Um, you know, they're very, uh, they're they're very more um, accepting than we, uh, than we would even know about the LGBT culture. They really believe in two spirits. They don't really believe in the, the gender just being what it is and what you're told that you have to be. I mean, it, it is so interesting, Al, what I've learned since I started with Celebrate Orgullo, and it makes me want to celebrate the indigenous culture even more.
0: You know, and uh, to that point, we're holding, uh, we're, we, we have the, one of our slides up uh, that we just showed you. Uh, go to the website, there are so many events and activities over this 15-day uh, Pride Festival. Very unique um, uh, for a, uh, a very specific and diverse audience that all of us can enjoy. So go to the website. Um, and and one of the things that I will tell you is Happening Out Television Network is uh, strongly embracing this uh, festival. And the reason we are is because of the unique nature that we're in. In COVID-19 pandemic, we have seen dramatic loss, dramatic loss, not only of, uh, of people, but of our LGBTQ community and the events that drive our community, especially pride events. And so to incorporate uh, support of uh, this as a virtual pride, we're standing up for them. Just like that good news video you just saw, of, uh, the $12,000 tip, Over the next three weeks, we are going to engage and support this festival in various different ways through all of our television platforms to show what an amazing event is. And uh, not only to the South Florida community, which might have participated in this event before, but now people all over America can celebrate and participate in this event, and we really encourage you to uh, do it. Any final thoughts of anything you want to say, Faye?
2: Definitely go to celebrateorgullo.com. I mean, it's wonderful and you get to support. Uh, there's these masks online that you can bid on. And like I said, all the money is, is going back to the hospitality world. I mean, like we were really affected. A lot of our drag queens, a lot of our bartenders, they all need our help. And, um, you know, it's a, it's a wonderful cause. And you don't even have to put on pants.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, absolutely. There's a benefit there. <laughs> Um, I'm wearing
1: pants right now,
0: and and uh, we. Uh, I'm sorry. Did you say you're not wearing pants right now? Oh, it's
1: a glass. <laughs> We've been looking all day. <laughs> uh,
0: the the one last thing I I have to say to you is uh, this is for everybody. This is for everybody, uh, and uh, there are so many wonderful events that are going to uh, uh, take place in this pride event. And if I can wor- uh, learn how to pronounce orgullo. You did. <laughs> Great! Everybody can participate. You did great. It
2: like just rolled off your tongue. Orgullo.
0: And the the one thing I have to say is, uh, (laughs) we pre um, apologize. The one thing that we have to say is, the festival event will have much more energy than Faye has uh, tonight. So (laughs) we'll we'll try to uh, elevate the uh, the enthusiasm (laughs) for the event. So check it out. Uh, We're going to be talking about it over the next three weeks, and it's something you definitely want to participate in, uh, LGBT America. All right. Well, Happening Out Television Network, as you know, is broadcasting at our brand new set in partnership with the Sunshine Cathedral. Speaking of partnerships and support of our charity nonprofits, this is the world's largest queer church in Fort Lauderdale and Wilton Manors, Florida. And we joke we are broadcasting from the gayest place on planet Earth. And I normally make a joke of all of the gay men around me. Hmm. We're still the gayest place on planet Earth, as you can see in this picture. Exactly. (laughs) Our support of their Sunday celebration is the largest LGBTQ religious broadcast on this planet. Every Sunday at 10.30 a.m. Eastern, and it is completely live. We encourage you to tune in. Sunshine Cathedral is my queer church. Watch this. I'm Phil McChesney, chair of the Sunshine Cathedral Foundation, and the Sunshine Cathedral is my queer church. Well, we'd also like to thank our set designer, Concepto Modern Living, here in Fort Lauderdale, for making this set in this amazing queer church campus possible. All right, now we're going to end tonight's broadcast with the big finish. These are short story mentions of LGBTQ news or news with gay perspective so here we go first on queer news tonight's the big finish britain's health secretary has banned today wait casual hookups hmm queer news tonight smiles then laughs
1: what are casual hookups again i am gonna have to google that or something um i don't think i've ever experienced after the show i'll show you behind the church
2: (laughs) That's the usual, usual spot. So that's that's the real
1: congregation back there. <laughs> right. Right?
2: No, but come on. If there were no hookups, most people would never get married. Let's be real. That's how people meet, right? Grinder, shift to the left, hook (laughs) up, and then, you know, then maybe I'll take you to brunch if it was that good, right?
0: Yeah, Uh, absolutely. I'm uh, I'm still laughing in my head that they're going to ban sex. Yeah. I'm guessing that the health secretary in the United Kingdom doesn't know very many gay men uh, because they would know that this is like asking them to give up a leg not happening. The big finish. Mike Pence is being played by a gay man, Pete Buttigieg, in the mock debates with Kamala Harris.
1: Honey, I couldn't find anything more appropriate. I feel bad for Pete, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> Just association. The difference is Pete's out of the closet. Oh, ooh oh.
2: I like, I like, uh, what is it? Didn't they call him Mayor Pete, right? Isn't that what they used to call him? Yeah. I love Pete. And the fact that he's getting into acting, I'm not sure that <laughs> I means. I don't know if that's, uh, yeah, I mean, I, let's see. Trump came from acting. I don't know. I don't, don't know.
0: Don't you hope when uh, Biden and, and uh, Kamala win the election that we get to see the practice debates of this, of Mayor Pete, gay, uh, first presidential candidate ever uh, pretending to be Mike Pence, the most homophobic vice president ever, it's and how he makes those arguments—it it, it, it was absolutely—they should amazing. send the
1: footage to Mike Pence himself. Yes,
0: exactly. The big finish. <laughs> this just for something a little lighter and meaning nothing but fun. The adorable baby duckling falls asleep with a
1: flower on her head. Can we hashtag Uh, adorbs? I mean, look at that picture. (laughs) He's even sleeping with his little, it's a little drag queen ducky. That's what it is. I don't know. I have
2: fallen asleep with underwear on my head and no one's ever taken a picture (laughs) and put it on Instagram and said, oh, how cute. Uh, Look look at Faye with her underwear on her
1: head. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, the duckling, first off, didn't have an entire bottle of tequila. It was was
2: vodka, so you (laughs) might want to fix that
0: out. Okay, all right. I knew it was something like that. Uh, I don't think that there's anything better than a baby duckling, except perhaps if we had many ducklings in a row. Oh, also, because I've been to China four times, I love Peking duck also. Ooh, that was a bad joke.
2: (laughs) Duck, duck goose, baby. Duck, duck
0: (laughs) goose. The big finish. Trump wishes Prince Harry luck. Wait, what? With Meghan? Oh,
1: saying he's going to need it. Funny, that's what Prince Harry wished America when Trump got elected to president. (laughs) You're going to need it. (laughs) Good luck. You're going to need it.
2: (laughs) I wonder if anybody ever told Melania that. Oh, yeah.
0: Donald Trump, on the other hand, doesn't need luck with dealing with the opposite sex. Uh, just hundreds of millions of dollars to make them <laughs> be quiet. I think Harry will be just fine. I think he'll be just fine. The big finish. Gay men, don't freak out. Calm yourself. But you now can actually rent Barbie's dream house
1: in Las Vegas. There it is. I saw this article a little while ago, and to be honest, I freaked out. Like, I want to get in my whole Barbie fantasy wig, bow, and everything, and I want to strut down there, and I want to live a moment in Barbie's life. Specifically, Malibu Barbie's life. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, not Vegas, huh? The beach. Oh, well.
2: you think it has like a secret room, like the vault room, like the sex room inside Barbie's the dungeon. dungeon. has to have something. Barbie's then dungeon. In. Now
0: I'm getting a little excited. There's <laughs> a little shaggling <laughs> going pink. on. Yes, exactly. If I suddenly disappear and am never seen again, it is because I bought this house. And before <laughs> you ask, no, you're not invited. Darn. And the reason I am is not because of Barbie, but because of Ken. <laughs> His ass. Oh, my God. Oh wait, I've said too much. The Big Finish, quote, we listened, we learned, we're changing.
1: Uncle Ben's rice name is gone. Well I think this is certainly a step in the right direction I mean for companies to start listening and making the appropriate change um, I think what we need uh, right now in this in America in this country is more listening a lot more listening to what people have to say what people are feeling so if this was what uh, you know they they made the right decision to do then I'm I'm all for it.
2: Mm -hmm. Uh, Athena you know they're showing up honey they're trying to say hey we're in this we're listening we probably don't know what the hell we should be doing next, but. We're listening and we're trying.
1: Or they ain't going to buy our rice anymore, so we better do it. Listen,
2: I hate their rice, okay? So I can't, <laughs> I burn their rice. I don't know how to make
1: Uncle Ben, so whatever. Girl, it comes in a bag. You just microwave it. I have it. Okay, you uh, make
2: it sound really did, easy, Athena, but okay. Do y'all
1: need me in this show at all? or I? Get <laughs> the rice, Al.
0: I, just clearly, I, clearly. Make some rice, Al. Make Wait, some rice. Wait, to both of the girls at the table, yawn, uh, they kept Ben's rice. They kept the old black guy to sell white rice. Nobody thinks that's funny, right? <laughs> uh, well, it is funny how big companies only change brand names when it seems that they're going to lose money if they don't. Uh, it should have been changed a long time ago, but I'm glad it has been done. I agree with both of you in terms of the conclusion. But the old black guy on the, on the, on the, on the box, it's time to retire it.
1: Bands rise. <laughs> <laughs> That is today's news for the LGBTQ community on the world's first daily LGBTQ evening news show.
2: Remember, if it's important to the LGBTQ community, it's important to Queer News Tonight. But you must help us. Clip subscribe on YouTube and share this news.
0: We are literally out of the closet and into the headlines. And this is the only source, the only source of live LGBTQ news in the entire world. Your community needs your support. You are not alone. We will get through this crisis.
2: We are here with you. And this is Queer News Tonight.
0: Thank you for joining us. And I'm Al Ferguson. And on behalf of my compatriots here tonight, Athena, Dion, and Faye, we will see you daily at 7 p.m. Good night, America.
2: Good night, America. Good night.